this is where the magic happens. I'm Angela. I'm psychic empath. Mm, overstimulated. Way too much caffeine. Almond free. Almond. No, no, no. The almonds are back. <laughs> the well, chocolate covered almonds have coffee, returned. If I put the coffee to the side, I need something to da, stimulate da, me. Da. You know, I mean. Like, Triple fire. I can't sit with my thoughts. Can I have a fucking anything? Hey, my name's I'm Ryan. I'm item though under the table. I am a, uh, I am an addict. You're everything, Ryan. <laughs> I'm an addict. Um, so thanks for listening. I, I do stand-up comedy. Yeah, you do. You should do. come see me do stand-up comedy. Goddamn, um, they need to download your album that I love. Free love. It's free on my website, ryansingercomedy.com or Ryan or ryansingersfreelove.com or whitetrashwerewolf.com. Oh, I like that one. Um, comedywondertown.com. All these things lead to my website. I listened to it before we had our talk about doing a podcast together, and I think it's one of the funniest things I've ever heard in my life. Oh, wow. Thank you. That's I, very nice to you. Why else would I be like, dear Ryan Singer, remember that time we recorded together? We should do a podcast together. That wasn't just based on that one time we recorded together. It's also based on how fucking good your album is. Oh, well, thank you. I'm going to jump on them coattails. Don't get me wrong. Coattails. <laughs> also, um, not to toot my own horn, but I will because I never, I don't do this enough or at all. But yeah, it is a top 10 album of 2018 Woo! according to Vulture.com. So it's one of the top 10 albums of 2018. So you should check it out. It's free, it's dude. It's free. Dude, it's free. It's so good. Dude, did I say how much it costs? Did I tell you? <laughs> Yeah. I don't do this on there. <laughs> I don't do this. Not at all. Hey, did you know me and my buddy so Toby good. Keith were out looking at the moon one night and he said, That's a damn good album, Ryan. And I said, y'all Toby, You got moose in your mullet. You can't be a real cowboy. <laughs> Can you imagine, like, if Charles Manson had written country songs? Uh, yes, I could. And they'd go a little something like this <laughs> I won't. I'll do. I'm not going to. Oh, say. I really wanted it. Um, we're going <laughs> to unbox something. We got a present. We're going to unbag from my buddy, Rain. Oh, um, I have a present for you, too. Let's open hers and then remind me. You've got a present for me. Yeah, I forgot. I bought it at Pagan Pride for you. Oh, cool. So this is a um, a package from kink.in.imagination.11.11. So kink and imagination, 1111. <laughs> There's a period or a dot. This is on Instagram. Um, you can find her page. We'll probably um, post a picture Here, of you, this. You open I'll it. open it. Guys, presents are my love language. Um, not getting them so much as giving them because most people don't give me great presents. So I can only express my love for the most part. Especially, God, my second husband sucked at it. My first husband was a Come man. get my love. Right? Ooh, what is Come. This? <clears throat> oh, you don't know what's being... You don't no, know what... No, I don't know. I was instructed to open it Wait, we with open. you. So okay. I've been sitting on this. Look how beautiful. It's Day of the Dead. Oh, it's wrapped Let's again. A it's a, it. So there's a there's a, a present inside of a present. Where is a good place to take a picture? Here, right. Boop, boop, boop. There we go. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So, oh, Do you want to open the card ooh, now it's got, the uh, or vice versa? Dio de oh, los Muertos. Oh, look at the little moon. She has some right? fun stuff in Dio her de, Dia de, de, lo, yes. de los Muertos. Um. Uh, wrapping paper. Do you guys I'm know sure that I adapted Coco to an Marcus. interactive children's book and I got to fly? I just had this really great you did? moment. Yeah, I did. Are you allowed I, to talk about that? Fl- yeah, I am. They flew me to the Disney Studios in Burbank and this was, I just had this memory. I was living in Utah. I was miserable. They flew me out. The guy I was with, the the guy doing the art for the book is a friend of mine and he, we went to Unique Vintage, one, one of my favorite stores in, in all of LA. They weren't open yet. Just maybe two years later, Crooked Path would open across the street and bring me a wealth of knowledge and insight and magic. Um, but I remember this day, 
Two short years later. Two short years later. Well, I was driving to Crooked Path the other night and Waze took me a different way. And I was thinking about the day I got to go see Coco with the producers, directors, consultants. And it wasn't even finished yet. But they had the voices and some of it was just like a picture. How have you never told me this? I don't know. I don't know. I'm so proud of it, too. But um, it, it was the funnest thing I ever did. We got to stay the day on the Disney lot. and they Did gave you get us- to meet Coco? No. But I could have. Then they we went to Disney Expo. Oh my god! I had passes to Disney Expo or D twenty three. I think it's called. In case you've never seen it, Coco's a cartoon. So it's a beautiful movie. It's, it's so good. Um, I was seated six rows closer to the stage than Seth Rogen. That's how they value their children's book adapter. Isn't that amazing? That's pretty amazing. Yeah. Um, it's but such a good movie. I w- yeah. Such a good movie. I was, dr- I was thinking about it and I was like, wow, that's so weird because we went to Unique Vintage and I had this like moment there where I just had like this longing to be back in LA because I had to go back to Salt Lake and be miserable. And then I was on my way to Crooked Path and Waze took me a different route. And I was thinking about that day and I drove right past the Disney studio and I was like, fuck yes, LA. Fuck yes. It was just, it like brought it all back and I just felt like unstoppable. It was amazing. Well, that's cool. I yeah. had no idea you did that. Yeah. Thanks. Interactive book. Yeah. So like online or um, like it's, digital? It's like, or? A, it's like a photo book where you upload the kids' photos. I don't know if it's oh, still available. Cool. Yeah. And then it's like the stories about them and Coco and their families. as like It's like a family book like and your pets in there and all oh, this shit. Oh, excellent. Yeah. It's really cool. Well, so this is the card. Wishing you a Halloween. There's a witch, a cat. Oh, cute. A broom and a pumpkin. Oh, I I mean, should I read this? Yeah. Well, unless it's like mean. <laughs> no, it's not mean. Oh, my God. What is it? Oh, I don't know if I should read this. It's a little, it's a little sultry. What? Let I'm me just, see I'm it. I'm totally kidding. See it. Here, I'll let you read okay, it. I'll I haven't read it. Read it. I, was, <laughs> I just wanted to... <laughs> Aw, happy Halloween. I created these while listening to the podcast. I know Ange is always saying she's simultaneously reading five books. Two years ago, I sent Ryan a large batch and said to share. I found out he used them all himself. What? (laughs) You fucking asshole. What was that? I put some in an envelope for Renee. Aw, and I also sent a batch to Shaman Sarah. Thank you for all the laughs and info. Looking forward to seeing you both in Casadega. Aw, I'm still manifesting this to happen. Lots of little sweethearts are in here. I want to see if Stan will reappear or those shape-shifting cats. Much love, Carolyn. That's so sweet. Yeah, so that's great. I'm opening Thank you very much. Okay, so Angel's going to open it. What did you that you didn't share? Oh gosh! You're I, an ass, Ryan. I have to like. I didn't know I was going to get called out paper. publicly on this well, just now. I didn't. I should have proofread the card before I let yeah. you read it. And if, in case you don't it. know, Stan, we can talk about Casadega too a little bit. Oh, she sent me a like a. This. I'm taking pictures of these too. She sent me a ton of uh, homemade bookmarks. This is for Renee. Wait, let me just. I'll take a picture of all this. this she sent me a ton of homemade bookmarks, and I just used the, all of them. You're an asshole. Instead of. Um, Passing them. I have so many books. I'm giving you my the present I bought for you at Pagan Pride. I have so many books. Just I, kidding. Look at how cute this tape is. Oh yeah. So okay. So like this is like this is like oh turned into God, a proper like unboxing. On the other side is a cat. Aww. She's got some great cats. Uh, when I was on tour with Austin she Lucas, them. God. Uh, we and we were touring through Florida. Uh, she let. Uh, she let. It, she put us up. That is so sweet. Whoa. Oh, this bag. Oh my God! There's a there's so. Oh my, oh my God. God! It's cats. Oh, I love it. Nobody gets me presents I like. 
This is really good. I mean, I guess we Freaky were set up for... Fuck, and then look at the cats with the third eye. And there's third eye cats oh and God, an orange background with black well, cats with a third eye. You, That's a really cool bag. You guys bag. better step it up because I got a favorite I've got listener. a bag. I've got a bag that uh, she had made me previously. I'm taking this bag everywhere. It's my new That purse. I use for like my... It's my prop wig bag this I use. This is so sweet. Oh, this is a bag. Oh, my God. Look at these bookmarks. Oh, look at this bag. Oh, that is so People are cool. like, I can't see it. What do you mean, look at this? <laughs> Guys, go to our Instagram. Oh, look at that shit. These bookmarks are so fucking cool. There's a witch oh on a broom. God, this is purple. I love purple. Oh my this God. is a great, this is another great bag I can use for wigs. You can also use it for like groceries and stuff. Holy but yeah, look shit. at all those bookmarks. Lady, you are so good. <laughs> so yeah, now I don't have to then, feel guilty okay. about not sharing um, my, my bookmarks. I have no clue what this is. An extra large bookmark. It is the backside of a towel used from Ryan's bag. Oh, look, I got a Believe in Magic too. Oh, hell, that's great. It is. I'll set candles on it. Oh, that, that'd be really good. they yeah. are very hot. Oh, hey, listeners, wow, feel this. free to send us presents. Or even better, donate to um, my cause to send girls in, to school in Africa. Well, I mean... I mean it won't be as fun for us, but I mean, it will be fun. It will be just fun. a lot of Halloween magic, skulls, ghosts, Damn. cats, skeletons, oh. bats, spiders, pumpkins, uh, you know, witchy boots, great bookmarks. This is really fun. We'll post pictures of all this. Halloween should be Christmas. I agree. Also, because Christmas stole my birthday, so I fucking, I'm not. I do I've love never, Christmas. It's just. People are going to hate me for saying this. Uh-oh. Um, I've never been. Go crazy for Halloween, guys. <gasps> I'm not hating you, but I'm so sad for you. And what do you I mean? I'm I have to figure I am let's booked figure this out. Every day until I, I've okay, starting what was yesterday? The fourteenth? Starting the fourteenth, I am booked constantly for I've scheduled all my Halloween stuff till the end of right up till November first when I'm um working the the Samhain party at um at uh, Crooked Path. They're going to have a party to celebrate the witchy new year. Come get a reading. When's that? Uh, I think November 1st. So you should come to it too. No, if I'm in town, I'll be there. Um, yeah, I don't know why. Like, I mean, what's more fun than a costume party? <laughs> nothing. you right. There's not nothing even, more fun not than a costume party. party. What's more fun than... Get, I can't have candy right now. Maybe on Halloween, I'll let myself have candy. Candy's fun. But... Um, I don't know what I don't know what's blocking like what kind of because I when I was a kid I used to go fucking crazy. This to, is and weird. And I have a million wigs. You you do costume. I love being. Oh, you don't know how many wigs I've got. Do you have a share wig? Um, no, but I I have a great story about being share. Oh my god! Tell I, me. Many years ago, I was doing stand up comedy in a comedy club in Dayton, Ohio. <laughs> And after the show, somebody came out to him. They're like, oh, my God, you're so funny. I want you to... I have to put this... This is important to the story. Yeah, obviously. Oh, my God, you're so funny. Uh You're so Um, dreamy. You're so funny. Will you perform... I'd love to have you perform um, at our venue. And I was like, "Um, okay. They're like, and I'll pay you. And I was like... Hell yeah. Yes, I'll do it. Unless you're the KKK, I'll do it. Mm -hmm. So... And is rent due. Um, Yeah. And then I still wouldn't if you were the KKK. Uh, Yeah, yeah. So... um, it's a place called the Cell Block, which was a gay that's, bar. Oh, that's so cool. That's a great name for a gay bar. Yeah, right. And so it's uh, they have a drag show, and they wanted a comedian, me, to do. So I had to go up and do like a couple different sets of comedy in between. Mm-hmm. And I like opened the show. And um, God, I mean, at one point... I'm Your doing energy would be so good in between sets of a drag show. I was doing a joke about... Um, 
the uh, anal G spot. What? The anal G spot for men. Oh, I thought you said an- anal juice box. No. And I was like, tell me more <laughs> about that. That's a great way to say it. <laughs> hey, uh, I've been it, thinking yes, about my... Uh, that's it. The anal angled, juice box. My anal juice box. Your special secret man I, juice box. Put that straw in there real hard. Yeah. The, oh, okay. Uh, okay. I almost so, was the the columnist for Men's Fitness, the the girl next door columnist. I think it's Men's Fitness. It's one of those stupid magazines. But they didn't like me because I auditioned writing about the juice spot in the men's butthole. And I was like, uh, every dude knows about it. You may as well just like let them enjoy it. But I lost it so to much somebody shame. who was So much shame and fear attached to it. Yeah. So I was doing a joke about uh, the anal juice spot, how it's like the fountain of youth. It can be <laughs> difficult to find, but once you do, you'll, you'll well, never die. And it, or it saves you the- from <laughs> prostate cancer. Did you know that? And so I'm going to use a really gross word. Milking that juice spot saves you from prostate cancer. I mean, that's not gross. Juice spot. Yeah, milking juice spot. There's gross. No, that's not, it's a gross. Well, no, not the the vision of milk coming out is gross. Like that's it's a cow udder. Yeah, get in there with your 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 thumb and your pointer finger and just start. <laughs> yeah, I think. Okay, milk I don't need sound effects. I was just for me, except lady boobs. I'm into that. Um. So, well. So anyway. So then, people, a couple guys in the audience start saying, "I'll show you how to find it. I'll show you how Hell to find yeah, it." Hell right? yeah, Ryan. And so. Cut to experiment. This guy's showing me how to find my <laughs> uh, so <laughs> a motel room, empty juice boxes everywhere. Yeah. Is this still the show? <laughs> and so these guys are buying me so many shots, like when I'm off stage, like in between my sets. I am so drunk. This like, is great. I am so drunk. And you're like, um, well, I'm so drunk. This is clearly like down- I'm gonna fuck one of these guys. Which one well, is this? This was downtown <laughs> Dayton. I'm having an incredible yeah i'm having so much fun and then i'm in the bathroom uh i'm like trying to like see if i can even fucking stand up anymore i'm that fucked up whoa and uh and then i uh, like i'm so i'm sitting on the toilet mm-hmm. in a stall and then from the stall next to me i hear the words is that the comedian and i go yeah he goes oh you're so funny i was like oh thank you He's like, no, seriously, I don't think you know how funny you are. And I was like, oh, thank you. He's like, no, tr- I, you know, I'm just kidding. That's not much me. <laughs> I was like, what's this gonna so, lead to? <laughs> so he goes, he goes, hey, I'll give you twenty bucks for your underwear. <gasps> and I was like, done, deal. Yeah. So and like, you I was already sitting. I was already, I probably could have. And so I just, you know, I was already sitting on the toilet, so I just slid them on over, and then boom, twenty dollar bill came over. I was like, "Fuck yeah, dude! I'm making even more money than I thought." Damn. So then I go back out, do another shot, and then one guy comes up to me, goes, "Do you want to perform? Perform?" And I was like, "Oh, fuck yeah, I do!" So we go into the makeup room, the dressing room, and they fucking make me share. I mean, I oh look, my god, I am in a fucking full on gown like do you ball have gown. No. It's this okay. was like before. I, I know. Me too. I don't even know if I had a. Cell there are phone. so many things I wish I had photos of. You don't. I mean, I, yeah. I, yeah. I know. That, I, mean, this I, was I know. Probably the, like two thousand black hole of time. Yeah. This was probably two thousand and three. Wow. So, or uh, two thousand four. I don't even know. So, next thing you know, I am full on fucking share. Ryan, this is the best. My you've memory ever told. is so fucking vague of it because I was so. Did drunk. you lip sync to share? I don't know Cher songs, but I did my best. Uh huh. Good. And so I come out as Cher. What were you, what was the dress or whatever? It was like oh, I think it was shiny. Suit. That's all I remember. It was fucking shiny. Did my they wig pad was you? Huge. 
I don't remember. It's so amazing that that now drag is mainstream because I mean I grew up with it and now it's for everyone. And yeah. it should have always been this. I way. mean, I felt glamorous as yes. AF. I felt glamorous <laughs> AF. This is amazing. So I felt fucking. I felt awesome. Yeah. And I get out there and I'm fucking share. I'm like sharing it up. <laughs> and uh, you know, everybody at this point, this is like I think this was like at the very end of the show. Mm-hmm. And so everybody's wasted. Yeah. In this like little bar, and uh, and I'm just like doing my best chair impersonation, even though I know none of the words. And I just somehow I remember I'm walking. And I was like, I know I can't drive. I'm so fucked up. I know I can't drive. <laughs> At least you were there. I start walking the streets of downtown. As Cher. Well, no, I'm I'm back in my clothes, oh. but um, I still look like and my face still looks like you know glittered and makeup and all that kind of shit. I yeah. guess. Yeah. Um, I'm so wasted that I had a friend who lived in an apartment in like a high rise downtown. I somehow stumble my way to his apartment whoa thank goodness and um and i'm just like i somehow get a hold of him he lets me in and i do like and this is not me condoning this activity a bunch of drugs i do probably the one of the biggest lines of cocaine i've ever done in my life and then i went from like i'm gonna throw up and pass out to like what are we doing man and that's why people love cocaine yeah and so next you know we're up for I don't know how much longer, like hours, mm-hmm. playing chess, drinking more, blah, blah, blah. I wake up the next day and I feel like I'm dead. I feel like a dead person Ooh. because I'm so, I drank so much and I yeah. haven't eaten anything. And I go to the bathroom uh, in his apartment. I I go <laughs> no to, I got to take a piss. <laughs> I pull my pants down and all this money starts falling out of my pants. Oh my God. I've got. I think they paid me 150 bucks to do the gig. Aww. Then I got the extra 20 bucks uh-huh. to do for the underwear. And then did you get tricked so when you were dancing underwear. a share? I, but I didn't have my pants on when I was dancing a share. I had a dress on. Huh. So I was just getting, I was getting tipped off stage. Wow. Somehow, right? Which yeah. I don't really remember. And this isn't just, I feel, I feel like this isn't just like the straight guy in the bar. Like you have such a good energy. Yeah, like I had... I don't want to exaggerate for a fact because I want. I, I'm trying to remember. I had, I think, at least an extra fifty bucks in singles Whoa. that just fell out of my pants when I took a piss the next day. Whoa! I had no idea. I'm like, what the fuck? Where did all this money come from? Right? I remember that I had a gig and vague details of the night. It was very cloudy. Um, like I didn't totally black out, but there's definitely missing chunks where I have no idea what would have happened. But I'm like, I made some fucking money, dude. You know, then I look in the mirror oh. and I totally forgot. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even recognize myself. I have so much fucking makeup on. <sighs> and so my friend, I must have explained to him. I think he probably knew I was going to do that show anyway that night. But and I told him, you know, obviously I told him I did perform yeah. the show. But I made like 200 bucks essentially. I always, whenever I get to go dance with um, like any LGBT plus friends, I feel that way the next day. I feel rich. It's such a good fucking vibe in those places. It was the most fun I'd had at a show where um, I had no idea how it was going to go beforehand. Yeah. And like I didn't, I thought I'd, you know, come in, do a couple sets and then I'd just like, you know, leave after yeah. I got paid, which is typical. And, you know, but back then I did party a lot more. Um <laughs> But like nowadays, like I had two and a half beers in Arcade or Eureka, California. Wow. Uh, after a show on Friday night, last Friday. And I was, I was almost like full on drunk. 
to the point where I was I lost money in ping pong. Some chick beat the shit out of me in ping pong. And I was like, I was like, we're putting money on it, you know. And uh, yeah, so I was gambling. She beat the I shit was, out of you. She she whooped me pretty good. That's great. Um, but uh, yeah. So I mean, like, there is something to be said for like when you really push your boundaries and like yes. throw, throw yourself into a situation that is kind of uncomfortable. Uh, maybe, I mean, where I grew up, that was like an uncomfortable thing. That's what we're thing. here for. That's you know what, what I mean? But like, and then it's like, you know, get to know your butthole, dude. Thank you for bringing it back to buttholes because it is important. I can't believe how many guys get weird about their butts. Because they're not anymore. I'm saying past. I think now. Well, some of them still do. I mean, I had a joke on my third album, uh-huh. the closer, because I couldn't, I couldn't follow it. It was a jo- it was a story <laughs> because it was too funny. I mean, yeah, like, oh yeah, out of like, and it was also too dirty. It's really hard to follow. Can you tell it? Tell In it. In comedy, it's really hard to we follow got explicit on this a podcast. super dirty joke with like something that's not super dirty. Also a super good like Once you go into joke. the bedroom, you have to stay in the bedroom is what they say. Oh, I like that. Okay, that's let's why hear like, it. Okay, so I was dating this woman. I was 31 years old. Mm-hmm. It was a long distance relationship. Um, she was great. Um, she brought up the idea of, you know... Butt doing doing the butt stuff. And, yeah. And I was Wait, like... Wait, you or her getting the butt stuff? Both. Oh. And I had never had the butt stuff done to me. Mm-hmm. I had done butt stuff once before uh-huh. on to someone else. And that's a crazy story that we don't need to tell. They're about. all crazy. Well, this I've was like a stranger who picked me up at a stoplight. <gasps> kind of crazy story. What? So... <laughs> Ryan, you're like the Forrest Gump of butt stuff. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I was getting ready to go into a Forrest Gump impersonation. I'm not going to. Life is like a box of butt stuff. Is his butt tight like me? <laughs> is he like me? So. Oh my God, my mojo bag. Uh, mojo and the poppets. Really <laughs> <laughs> what the hell was that? <laughs> so. I'm like, I've never done that. And she's like, what do you mean? Like, like she thought I was the last dude alive who had never had yeah. a finger in his butt. And I was like, I think you're like born on the planet finger bang or whatever. Like, in yeah. the, in the, like the booty snatch. Like I'd say 50% of men uh, probably, this was 12, 13 years, 12 years ago. So this was, you know, 2006. Uh-huh. And ish. And so I was like, you know, I don't think I don't think you're right about that. She honestly thought I was the last man alive who had never stuck anything up his butt, <laughs> and so she convinces me it's going to. I would make, love to live in that world. And I was raised Catholic. You know, I went to Catholic we school for twelve up years. On so, like my butthole, that's that's a shame slot. You yes, know I mean? there's nothing but fire and brimstone down, uh-huh. down there. You know what I mean? Butts are yeah. yeah. And I also like drank so much fucking coffee, <laughs> ate so many chicken wings, you hadn't bleached your butthole yet, smoked cigarettes. <laughs> like I didn't have a good digestion oh operation. yeah and you gotta get uh i know messy. i know many stories yeah. about um my good friends uh mostly men who were ex- finally having their first butt encounter with the with a man and and they learned hard lessons now you have the internet it's different yeah you it's post shower you know how to pr- always always do it right after a shower well that's not even enough i've uh, one of my one of my closest friends the first time he did it 
He said he woke up the next day and he usually tops now, but he was, he was the bottom this time. He woke up the next day and the sun had come up and he said the sheets were covered in shit and the whole room smelled oh like God. asshole. Oh he was so God. embarrassed. And, and this person like ended up dating him for a long time, but like this guy and, and it's, it, this is like cool too. He was like, Oh, you just need to get a douche kit. Like you just gotta, before we do this, you just gotta douche your ass. Like, which I did not know is common that you have to do, but it makes sense. Cause like fucking dicks are big and buttholes are for pooping and you gotta, I mean, that's prep. <laughs> oh, not just for pooping. Don't get me wrong. That's like the most common thing we're doing with them. Let's if we're yeah. lucky, if, if you're not pooping a lot, if you're doing more things than pooping with your butt and you might want to slow down on those, but yeah, there's a lot of prep. So is prep the douche work. kit different than like, so don't do an enema kit, do a douche kit. Yeah, I, th- I think it's just douche. Yeah, I think it's just like a mild. Well, that's interesting. Yeah, but he said the next time he had he had butt sex, he goes, you could have eaten off my asshole. And he did. <laughs> <laughs> that's really funny. So she sets the stage. <laughs> she gets the supplies. We take showers. Um, She lights some candles, gets some towels, gets oh, some yeah. oil, gets some more towels. Gets some lube. I'm very nervous uh-huh. about all this. And I do have to say, side note, since I've started this new diet with like sugar and ca- coffee, blah, 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 being out, uh-huh. like I'm like a totally different person when it comes to like my digestion. Yes. I used to like worry about going out in public because I'm like, I'm gonna have to shit somewhere when I go out. One of out. our listeners I, who- I, I don't have that problem anymore. I have, I have a, I have a she, she's become a client of mine. Well, she started as one. I read her at Midsummer Scream and, and she's great. Soul, we actually went to Peg and Pride together. She went vegan based on um, the uh, the podcast I did with our hen house about like pineal gland and all this stuff. Um, and she said to me, she's like, I poop almost every time I pee now. It's amazing. I was like, yeah, welcome. Like, that's how it is. I poop all the time and nobody knows I'm pooping because it takes me two minutes and it's very clean. Yeah. I mean, I used to have a, I used to, it used to be, it just used to like control my life. Yeah. Like, oh, I can't go do this thing or it's too far of a drive, like to go hang out or do this thing. Like, where am I going to be able to poop? Like when I was, it, 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 the last like handful of years, it'd become problematic for me because I was just, I mean, I was like. People, people are like, oh yeah, you, you know, if I could never go into a pool, because they're like, are you serious? Well, I mean, I would go swimming, but they're like, if you've had diarrhea in the last two weeks, you can't go swimming. And I know this is Aww. gross for people, but I was like, who, who, like, I haven't had a solid poop in two weeks. What are you talking Aww, about? Oh, that's so but, I mean, sad. Like, that's like the life of someone uh-huh. who is living off of coffee and, Oof. and like, I mean, at I have, least for me. Well, I have, you know, I I find my sweet spot where like I can have a half of a coffee a day. No, but I'd be drinking coffee all day yeah. long on an empty stomach, but. But the point of bringing any of that up is that like this new diet, no sugar, like adding out the sugar and blah, blah, blah. <laughs> like I, I'm like, I, I have like a regular, yeah. like fine, like the, it's, it's, it's also, great now. I, you know, I, I was engaged to this Taurus a long time ago and I had to say to him all the time, like French fries aren't an everyday food. Soda is not an everyday food. He had horrible shits. And, um, those are special things, you know, like coffee even, I feel, because I have days where I'm like, oh, wow, I didn't have coffee today. I, I, I like it like that. I don't want to be I don't have addicted. moderation capabilities. So um, so she sets the mood. <laughs> she gets the supplies. She starts doing the thing. I'm like laying on my side. And she's like, you know, how does it feel at first? And I was like. You know, I was like, if, well, if you want me to be honest, I'll tell you. And she goes, of course, I want you to be honest. I was like, well, it feels like I'm reverse pooping, you know, like <laughs> and then she wasn't and doing I was, it right. And I was like, actually, I think I am going to 
poop. And yeah. I was like, you should stop. And I ran downstairs and I pooped. It's like she uncorked a yes. champagne bottle. Yeah. And uh, so then I took a shower because my mama didn't raise no pig. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> <laughs> and then I went back upstairs because my daddy didn't raise no quitter. <laughs> and then we went and did the thing. But I don't think we really found the spot because I'd know. for There'd be like oh, zero yeah. doubt in my mind. Like, Did you do the hear, whole thing on your side? Because that's going to make it harder to find the spot. It's like um, a vagina in that sense. No, I don't think so. Did it's you get on your back? Time. Um, I may have been on my stomach. Mm, I mean, that would work. But yeah, the that's interesting. That's interesting. But, uh, but then that led to, that experience led to just me being more comfortable exploring it on my own. Good. Which I, di- I did. And But then I got a little carried away. And I was like, not everything can go up your butt. Whoa. What I did mean, you put in your butt? Guitars. What? Stereo. No. I'm, just <laughs> I'm like, I'm like picturing like a small guitar and some part of it that's not common. No, I was, I was just kind of, I was kind of making a joke about like, no, then no, I got yeah. carried away. No, everything was up my butt. I just wanted um, to believe you put a guitar in your ass, Ryan. No, that would be, well, maybe a ukulele. Not even a ukulele. No, no, a, no. I have two ukuleles. You can't no, do it. No, too many sharp edges. It's a lot. There. Oh God, I'm not going to talk about this. So, okay, we'll, <laughs> we'll put a button on this. It's a video I saw no one should ever see or hear about. I don't even know how we started talking about You'd love that. to oh, talk about the drag show. every episode. It's do my I ass, talk my about? Ass. No, I'm kidding. I do talk about my ass. No, you don't. You know, no, I'm, I'm, I don't want to ass shame you. No, I'm making a joke. I'm really proud of you for expl- exploring your butthole. Ashame me? I, <laughs> I don't want to ass shame you. <laughs> uh, yeah, so, I mean, there's... You know what? That reminds me, though. I haven't u- used that... And magic, yet <gasps> for sex. Ooh, magic. Yeah. so that, that'd be, Although Emily, who made the wand, uh, was being, you know, funny, but she's like, "Too many sharp edges. Don't use it for sex magic." And I was like, <laughs> "Yeah, I'm not going to stick this wand up my." You butt, should but. get a crystal. You should get a rose quartz. I actually have one that I haven't used yet for sex magic. Well, but it's like a little dildo wand. And it's really small. Maybe if there was like a leash on it. Or chain. Oh, yeah. I'm not going to lose a, a rose quartz up my butt. I don't think you'd want to put that much of it up there. It's Sir, like, you don't have a kidney stone. <laughs> you have more of a... Do you want to hear... A butthole quartz. Do you want to hear a super gross story about... No, let's let we, let's we save it for the next one. It's a legend. I think we, we've gone Okay, okay, yeah, yeah. Sorry, guys. Let's talk about magic. Um, let's take a, we're going to take a break. Okay. I'm going to go... We're going we're gonna to make Ryan take a shower real quick. We'll be right back. <laughs> Hi. Hi. We're Ryan's telling off. <laughs> I'm telling off. Boy, almost got evicted. <laughs> Noise complaints. Um, I have a really great manifestation story that I have not told on the podcast yet. I put it on my Instagram the day it happened. Did I talk about the, the Dorothy Parker martini glass yet? No, right? I We've talked about I've it. I've talked about... Okay. So you guys might remember um, my fucking nightmare ex broke a lot of my stuff. Who shall remain nameless. Who shall remain hexed as fuck. I oh. didn't do it on purpose, but he is hexed. I did almost do something real vile, but I didn't because I was like, no, no, I don't need, I'm not wasting any more energy on this motherfucker, but I do believe he is subconsciously hexed because you, what you give your energy grow to, what you give your energy to is what will grow. And if you're giving your energy to Fuck that guy. Oh, he's going to be fucked. And I'm a master manifester. So yeah, I didn't have to lift a finger to fuck him. However, he broke a Dorothy Parker martini glass. And this was something 
that well, I haven't talked about this yet, right? On here? No. I don't think so. Okay. We have spoken about it, you okay. and I, so you're having that feeling. Yeah. I've, I've obviously been telling the story. So On the was, telephone. Oh, uh, yep. You called me call, on the road. I called you on the ring, rotary. Ring, ring, ring. Hey, who's telly. this? Hi. Yeah, because we don't have caller ID on our rotaries. I just started watching <laughs> The Americans. <gasps> oh, it's so good. I hung out with Carrie Russell, not to name drop again. She is, she's a badass bitch. I hung out with that her. That show is fucking yeah. good. Yeah, she's so good. I just started it. Anyway, okay. back to your story. Um, it made everybody me should watch it. it made me also, think the, the 80s stuff ringing. is so fun in it, but yeah. she is fucking fierce in that. Oh, I love her so much. Um, okay, so um, this Dorothy Parker Martini glass it was uh, made by this writer's guild thing or some writer's group something. They had a bunch of cute author things. I remember it was $36 back in the day. And freelancing, tarot readings, blah, blah, blah. Never. And for kids, and for kids, if you're listening to this, back in the day means <laughs> ten years a ago. while ago. Ten, ten, no. Yeah, 10 years ago is when I bought it. Okay. Yeah. So, yeah, like 2010-ish. Well, nine years ago. If kids are anyway. listening to this episode, by the way, after that first half. Good. Then they're all putting stuff in their butts. That's right. Be gentle, but do it. Um, so, <laughs> I... Uh, I, I, one day, finally, I'd been coveting this glass from this martini glass, and it's it's etched, and it's very Art Deco. <laughs> He's still laughing. <laughs> like, Don't put a martini glass in there. There was just no hesitation. I was like, if kids are listening to this, they're good. They should be putting things up they their butt. They should. They should. There was just no I am very sex positive, that. and if you haven't figured that out yet, so not continue, you, Ryan. A, a listener, a new listener who's like, holy shit, I thought Ryan was the sex positive one. Um <laughs> <laughs> but so this martini glass, it's it's got that old um, poem in it. I like to have a martini, two at the most, three I'm under the table, four I'm under my host. Because she was so witty. She's Virgo. I always thought she was Leo. She's Virgo, of course. And um, I used to drink martinis. <laughs> God, it was so good. Did you drink martinis? I, fuck, I do drink I had martinis. a very short phase where I used to think I was uh, Hawkeye from MASH. Oh. And then my dad was newly single. We went to a bar. I'm, we're drinking. Mar- I'm drinking martinis. I end up on all fours in his yep. front yard. Butt stuff in your dad's front yard. Throwing up. <laughs> just throwing up. Just got so sick from drinking too many martinis. Mm-hmm. But I makes me want to have a martini. Hearing this, oh, I love them. I was. I usually have like a nice martini by myself every night. Well, unless I'm out with somebody, which I'm trying to do more now. I am doing more now because of Halloween. But um. Um, what was I saying? Oh, the, yeah. When the moon's weird, I can't drink. Cause I'm so Dorothy Parker was a witch. So Dorothy Parker, basically a witch. And um, I finally break down and buy this glass. And I love it. I cherish it. I baby it. I only use it for special times. Did you sleep times. with it? I could have. But no, that was too dangerous. It had like a special lit cabinet with other things in it, but it stayed in the lit cabinet. Didn't let any of my roommates did ever touch it. Did come with the cabinet or did you get the cabinet no, separate? No, I got the I, The cabinet came with the apartment technically, but I did put cool lights and I put a beautiful back uh, fabric wallpaper in it. So it was okay. very high end. Um, so I, uh, I have this glass forever and it's one of my cherished objects. My shitty fucking ex breaks it. And it's all, whoops, broke this, which he did all the time. And I just broke shit because I'm a man. Yeah. I don't, uh, yeah. I don't understand where my arms are moving. Exactly. I'm like, how did you, how my words hurt people? Yeah. Exactly. He's a fucking asshole. Anyway, um, he breaks it and he doesn't replace it, which is what you do if you break somebody's cherished item. Thank you. And I just kind of drag ass on it. You know what? 
Give yeah. me this guy's name. Yeah. No, oh, wait, we already know who I he would, is. Yeah, we know. But Sorry. I would I would love <laughs> to see anybody beat his ass, which I don't think would be very difficult, even though he believes otherwise. Um, so um, I don't replace it right away. They stop making the glass. And then when I when I get the the wild hair to go find it and replace it, it's gone. So I set a Google alert. And this was the thing when I finally burnt the list of shit he did that infuriated me. When I finally healed my heart chakra from all his damage. And he was a fucking narcissist. So he ate up a lot of my fire. You guys, don't be with narcissists. Don't t- They don't change. They're a challenge. I think that they're here to like shape the world of empaths. Honestly, I don't know. I don't because they can't. Narcissists can't change in this life. They just can't become non-narcissists. It's a bummer. So just run away from them like they're a burning building and none of your pets are inside. Um, so I I set a Google alert for Dorothy Parker Martini glass. Never, ever, ever. I get like little articles will pop up for her. And she'll there'll be the quote but no glass. I write the company. They say they're never making them again. Like it was just sad. And then I had this Google alert reminding me. And one day I'm just, and this was, this is some, thank you. This is my guides. I just thought, well, I haven't gotten a Google alert in a while. Let me just look. I'm just going to look. I looked for it that day. It pops up, which just to see it in the box, it came in the special, beautiful box. To see the box after so long, I was like, I I know my guides told me, get on there. And I go looking and it had just been listed by a private seller on Amazon. And I'm not pushing Amazon. I Googled, you know, the universe and Amazon is what popped up. Private seller. It was very expensive and it was in Mexico. So shipping was 20 bucks too for one little tiny box. And I look at it and I'm like, well, that's so much money. And I'm not totally sure when money's coming again. And I felt them be like, bitch, are you for real? Like, I think I just quoted Dolomite. Did you see it? I think that's the line he says when the woman's like, he forced me. I I died. You will love it. It's great. Eddie Murphy is so endearing. Anyway, um, I felt them be like, we just gave you a gift. And I was like, oh, yeah, I have to buy it. Because if I treat money, like I won't have money coming. And and this very rare thing that I've had my eye on for almost 10 years looking for it. So I buy it. And in that time, it takes like two weeks maybe to get it. I go pick it up at FedEx. And during those two weeks, I was like, well, I wonder when money's coming. I'm not, I can't give into fear because fear will block everything. If you, if you live like, if, if you live like, well, money's not coming to me, the money's not coming to you. But I just kept treating it every time I feel that way. I flip it and then it works out. So, and don't be stupid. I've been a little stupid lately because money came to me again. But, <laughs> but um, it's fine. I, it's fine. I, I'm also living like money will keep coming. So I go pick it up. I'm carrying the, the FedEx box out and I'm like, God, I spent so much money on this tiny box. It's so little. And instead of being like, it's mine, it's here. I'm giving into fear. And I was like, stop it. No money. Oh, this is what I said too. As I was buying it, as I was buying it, I said out loud, money comes to me. Money comes to me. And I'm walking out and I have this moment and I'm like, no, money comes to me. And I said it and a dollar bill blew up and stuck to my ankle. And I picked it up might be in the bag that's in my bra right now. Might be in this mojo bag. Also, and, Mojo and the Poppets have the Oh, the Mojo bill. and the Poppets have very special things in them. Yeah. So <laughs> so um sometimes I bleed in them. No, just kidding. But maybe. Um they but yeah, I put like my land dirt in this bag, like all the magical stuff that I have found. So I 
uh, get home, rejoice with the glass. Still haven't had a drink out of it yet. I think it's still like a little. Did someone too- just walk yes. by me? Yes. <laughs> Three people have walked behind you since God, recording. Thank God. <laughs> I was like, that's the strongest entity I've felt. So what I want to say is don't be stupid with money. Don't be too too reckless. But the precious things that are gifts, like I think I told the story too when I started honoring my ancestors. The day Sarah came and was like, I've told you this, you have to honor your ancestors. I sat at my ancestor altar. I connected with all of them. I talked to them all the time. And just yesterday I was telling my grandfathers, I'm so proud to be your granddaughter. I'm so proud to be your granddaughter. Like, And then I said to my grandmothers, I wish I'd known you better. I wish I'd seen who you really were. I wish you'd been able to show me not just the woman you were taught to be, but like the fucking badass. Because they were both badasses, but they were very conditioned by this world. And I st- the day I started talking to all of them, I now have photos. I have a photo of my dad up because I have to be okay with that. I have to be okay with him existing. And he was just a lesson. I can't throw hate at this person. Um, but the day I connected with my ancestors this weird Facebook messenger or Facebook um, ads. Like they, they tell me items I should buy because I've bought furniture and stuff through there. And this picture pops up with this super cute little kid. And he's like looking right into the camera and it says vintage glasses on it, but it's not the picture of the vintage glasses. And I'm like, that's cute. Did they do that on purpose? And I click on it. It is a set of vintage glasses that I've also been looking for. My ex broke one of those. And here it is, the complete set for cheap. Drink glasses or sea glasses? Oh, drink glasses. Okay. And they have like, one is Paris, one is Bombay. Like they're, they're, they're from places and they're beautiful and they have gold around the top. And um, I messaged the guy right away and I'm like, holy shit, this is crazy. And they're so cheap. Um, and, I, and I said, any chance you're going to be near my neighborhood? And he's like, sure, yeah, I'll drop them tonight. He showed up and I was like, this is wild. This feels like a gift this was before the Dorothy Parker too. But I was like, this feels like a gift, like that this would show itself to me in this weird way. And he brings them. And and the whole day I was kind of like, is this kind of, because I connected to my ancestors. And he brings up them up to my door and he said, I'm really glad you like them. They belong to my grandfather who passed away. And I was like, oh yeah. Oh shit. Thanks grandfathers. Yeah. And it was like 25 bucks. And this set, I would have paid like 150 for it, honestly. So they, they will... They will gift you. We we'll have stuff. to start utilizing that. You should. I mean, I've started calling in everybody when I do meditations, mm-hmm. just to kind of like, you know, see what happens. Yeah. But um, that's interesting. When I'm because I'm using this. There's this guy Noah Lamper, and he talks about this thing called the imaginal world, and it's about manifestation. It's about feeling the feelings, like all of your senses in this future that you want. Ooh. So by the time you're having this future, you like you'll have a moment in this future, and I'm I'm kind of giving a, a very paraphrased idea of it, but it's like so now when you're in that future moment, having all these things that you wanted, yeah, you'll you'll have a moment where you're like, oh fuck, dude, that's right, I I man I remember I manifested this exact yeah. moment, like so, but you're living that moment, so like I'm trying to do that, like what does it feel like? my fucking sweet ass desk yes. that I've got in my office yeah. where I write. Yes. And like, what does that wood feel like? Yes. You know, all these things. Like, how's the breeze through the window? Uh-huh. What what noises uh, am I hearing from birds outside the window? Yeah. And anybody who's listening, because I realized recently, um, I was very disappointed to realize that most of the master numbers I thought were master numbers are not. I mean, if you look at what they're doing, 
with this lifetime and what they've what they haven't manifested what they haven't built it's like oh you're a two oh you're a four you know like and and i get it it's scary i am a fucking master manifester and i get what i want in my subconscious and i think a lot of it has to come because that land came after i healed my heart chakra and loved myself again and you have to be worthy of it. You have to feel worthy of these things or else you're not gonna be able to manifest them. And like when I picture my house, full on fucking rose quartz bathtub, ethically sourced, like full on everything I want. And it's still little because the land is little. It's still like, it's still fairly modest, but I believe it's mine and it's just in the future. And I believe I deserve it. And that's manifestation. It's just subconscious. Um, I was saying this to Brandy because um, I had a witch say to me, <laughs> and she's she's a very powerful witch, but she said, um, I don't like to use the word manifestation because what you want is inside of you. And I said, uh, yeah, but land and Eagle Rock was not inside of me. I had to go out and get it. I had to fucking manifest it. The, the career that I want is not inside of me. I have to go out and work for it. Um, and you can manifest connections, you can manifest opportunity, but there's still a lot of work to do. So that made me mad. And then I was saying to Brandy, I was like, um, and I haven't even like done magic for this stuff. I've done magic, but it's like, I mostly was always just doing protection magic to keep myself safe, my pet safe, because I did some scary, risky things, you know, living in a trailer, traveling around. My energy was going into safety and feeling safe. And healing, that was all my stuff. But now that I'm fucking living my 22 year, my master builder year, oh, it's on. Um, but what was I telling you this other thing about? Man of, oh, so she says, it's inside of you. And I said to Brandy, I was like, I didn't do any magic for that land. And I didn't do any magic for some of these connections that have popped up in these opportunities. And I said, that's a master manifester. And Brandy goes, you're the Babe Ruth of witches. <laughs> <laughs> And I was like, damn straight. Damn fucking straight. The great Bambino. <laughs> oh, the baseball playoffs on in an hour. Oh, great. It's Can't my favorite time of year. Sports, sports, sports. I love it. I admittedly, I love baseball too much. Well, you know, it's an American It's one of my time. things. You're I love baseball. It's a long winter Ugh. without baseball. I... I've, the boys of summer. I had a, I lived with a guy who winter's was, cold and bitter. Fan. You know, in my past life, I cursed the Dodgers all the time. I, I can get into this, and if you're listening to this, I apologize, but I just I can't stand the Dodgers. I don't know about them, but in my last life, I was publicly quoted for 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 cursing them and then them losing. That's great, isn't that great? And then there was a Dodgers game the other about night, that. and I was walking near the stadium, just like and walking. they lost in heartbreaking fashion. So <laughs> Did thank they? you. Thank I was you, thinking Shirley. about them, and I, yeah, I was like, oh, shout yeah. out to Shirley. Yeah, thank you for uh, cursing the team with like un, with uh, an unlimited pocketbook. Yeah, you're which, welcome. You're which, welcome. Uh, makes the competitive balance people. of baseball out of whack. There's no I mean, real balance. For anyone there. listening, I don't put any energy into sports now unless it's my subconscious and I still remember that. Because you don't know what you know from the your next last episode life. is all about baseball, I thought. Ah, <laughs> fuck Sawin. <laughs> well, there's a ton of superstition in baseball. So, I mean, and in sports in general, it's like there's a lot of weird. There is. There's a lot of manifestation and visualization. I mean, not to like try to force sports into this, but the best golfers in the world and some of the best, like the top level athletes, they always visualize their success before they have it in very specific 
Have ways. you seen Tom Brady? I posted it to our Facebook when we were babies, when, when the podcast first started. Um, Tom Brady, right? That's his name. Well, Giselle is a yes. witch. Yes. She's a witch. She's an admitted witch. And he says, I do whatever she tells me to do. And that's why I win. Yeah. Because my wife is a fucking badass witch. And look at that woman. I mean, that woman is, she re, she's gorgeous, but like she holds herself with power. Witch me up, girl. I mean, yeah. like, I also would be doing whatever she told me. Mm-hmm. She's, I mean, I, yeah. we get it. I mean, the I, world the world understands why she oh, was a supermodel. She's phenomenally, she's a spectacular looking uh, body of human. Yeah. I mean, it's it, it's great that she has a good soul too. That's if Tom's ever slipping, you know, <laughs> over here in Glendale. You never know. She I might can't be into that. butt stuff. I can't say that. <laughs> Do you think she'd... Uh... <laughs> um, speaking of sex with hot people, because uh, I'm trying to reactivate my libido, I had this really beautiful moment <laughs> where... I've put I've put the guy who's coming in off three months now, and I know what I'm doing. But I was I was in my truck, and there was music playing, and I saw me. You're changing the astrological sign of your child, is what you're doing. <gasps> no, no, she'll be whatever she wants to be. I already feel her energy is very Leo. <sighs> Whoa, that's gonna be great. I'm Leo Moon, so I'm like this is gonna be a lot. <laughs> We're gonna burn down many houses together. I made a face at her just now. <laughs> made her go. I I, I, I. I mean, it's. It's a Leo's a handful. As so, anyone who helped raise me will tell you. Um, so I felt me, and and she was like down, like on the floor, like hunched down, and I like who was me. It was oh. a version of me, and I saw her across my eye, and she was like, "Let me back up." And I felt this stuff that I've been repressing. Oh, uh, as far as like the rising of the libido. Yes, and and even re- uh, repressing my libido. Right, repress is when we do it to ourselves. Yes, you repress yes. memories. Suppress. Oppress is when someone else does it. I don't know. I, I, Damn it. That sounds, English. I mean, not knowing a lot about prefixes. I pressed it. As I used to. I was pressing the wrong button. You had repressed your, mm-hmm. or you had shirked. Yes. Yeah. And I, I was like, you're coming back. I'll let you back in. So I'm watching, I'm rewatching. True you used Blood. to be shirking. Now you're jerking. Yeah. So you're rewatching what? <laughs> what, are you, what are you re- Sex magic for one. Someday too. <laughs> um, well, I, I started watching True Blood because it made me so horny back in the day. And it is the dumbest show, Ryan. It's the, du- the well, season one is so goddamn stupid. Anna Paquin is a gift. She's such a gift. Um, Leo. What's her character's name? Suki. Uh, Suki. Suki is mine. I'd never hurt you, Suki. That's Bill. Yeah. I used to do such a good Bill. Back when that show was popular, like, I'll never let anyone hurt you, Suki. Suki is mine. Suki is Bill mine. is kind of hot in the first one, but then he gets so whiny. He gets a little too... Suki. He just... Suki. He feels like a little Suki, too Suki whiny. Now. Suki, Suki, Suki now. And then Eric comes in, and then it's, oh my God, but you know what was interesting? So Jason Stackhouse, holy shit, the body on that that human, I don't understand it. But then... It's funny because season one, they phoned that shit in. They have such a low budget on hair and makeup and apparently like gym memberships. Anybody watching season one, there's a scene where Eric is wearing a muscle shirt. And this is Alexander Skarsgård we're talking about. And he's just like normal. Maybe even like slightly doughy. How dare. I 
forgot that How he looked dare like that. A person be such No, no, but it's like that's season one when nobody when they had nobody knew if it was gonna last. Season two, nobody's eating carbs. They've got like the highest end hair, makeup, special effects. Suddenly it's like a whole everybody's new show. Jacked. It goes from like WB to HBO is really how it looks. Yeah, everybody's jacked, veins are everywhere. It was very interesting. Don't get me wrong. Alexander Skarsgård in any form. He doesn't even need to have arms and I'll fuck the shit out of him. Oh my God, that reminds me of a, an inside joke with friends about Alexander Skarsgård cutting my arms off. Uh, anyway, uh, that's full circle. <laughs> just... Well, we just went on a, tr- a trip um, there. Yeah, that was a long time ago. Um, but True Blood has been... I tried to watch Outlander and the newest season is so fucking stupid. I just can't. It's so I don't dumb. know what Outlander is. It's the it's a, a novel about it's a historical romance and this woman time travels from like just after World War II back to like right right before the war the big war well it's during the war between Scotland and England and she fucks a hot Scottish guy and they say lots of nasty things to each other it's like porn and a little old woman told me this at the organic nursery where I was buying tomatoes she's telling me I should watch it and she's like it's like porn and um. And I'm that woman's thinking, seen some gasms in her day. Yeah, and like when that's it, like people forget that old people like have. Yep. Because and I was like, oh, porn to her is whatever. No, no, it's fucking porn. It's she didn't porn. steer you wrong. Nope, she was not steering me wrong. It is interesting, like, like the things that we used to love that used to get us juiced up, and mm-hmm. now are dumb. Yeah, I don't know why. I mean, I think it's an indication of like our expectations have changed about entertainment because of well, higher quality. I and, have to say, true know, the blood, improvement of technology. Yeah. But also. We, we've become different people. True Blood kind of stands the test of time, even though everybody's eyebrows are overplucked. Um, which you're like, oh, right. I remember when this was what we were doing. I would never hurt you, Sookie. Just let me <laughs> pluck a couple Suki. more hairs. God, it's so... But it's so diverse and it is very empowering. Um, I love the diversity. And I the watched the first three and a half seasons, I think, before I moved and then didn't have HBO anymore or something. Uh-huh. But I enjoyed True Blood. There's a show I'm enjoying right now, well, The Americans, but oh, also there's like a show it. called The Innocents. I don't know what that like, is. The Innocents, plural. Like, uh-huh. um, like, like children. So like there's someone who, this is an innocent child. Mm-hmm. So it's like plural of that, like The Innocents. I get it, Ryan. Oh, just for listeners at home. <laughs> But it's about shapeshifters. Oh! It's the first time I've seen a show about shapeshifters that's not about like werewolves and shit. So it's great. Yeah, it's that, really that's good. a good the idea. The world is changing. The world is changing. People um, are. The world is changing. And, and people are open norm. to shapeshifters now, which is nice. At last. So, yeah, you have to like, you know, get that libido going back again. It's important. I think, I think, um, I think there are two different kinds of people. I think there are people like me who draw power from sex. And then there are people like my, my celibate witch friend who find they have more power if they're not having sex. But the, you find your, your sweet spot. I think those guys are... Yeah, like, you look at a Buddhist monk. They're doing great things. That's not a lie for me. But I love Buddhism. And Buddhism is very selfish. Often when I'm reading people and the devil pops up, it's just Buddhism. It's like, get selfish, get right. Like, stop serving others. Serve you for a while. People don't do it enough. I'm trying to think about me. <laughs> Try harder. <laughs> <laughs> like the sex, the power from sex. Yes. Thing. And it, it's hard too because you need someone who doesn't mind fuck you. I tell people this all the time and they say, really? When I'm reading people and wait, they're- Wait, wait. What was this, this sentence I just heard? You need people who don't mind fuck you. Yeah. I heard. You need wait. people who empower you but don't mind fuck you. 
I I thought oh, okay I thought you heard something and you're like oh. you need people who don't mind fuck you I, oh no that'd be okay. funny though I was like what just happened I do see people talk to their guides like that though sometimes also uh, you well, need people who alone. you need people who don't mind being told fuck you don't mind don't no mind fucking you uh, sorry who will not fuck your mind oh there we go. you need people who don't mind fuck so okay. yes mind My, fuck so you need people who don't mind fuck your you. partner and you your partner's emotional well-being is your responsibility to an extent um your emotional what the fuck did i just say emotional well-being is their responsibility you are responsible for each other's emotional well-being if you are with someone and that is not the case you're not with the right person we are all supposed to be self-sufficient take care of ourselves but you need a partner you need that one person to to invest in your emotional well-being it has to be important to them. And I I do know like lots of um, polyamorous people who have found so a great strategy. This could be your strategy. primary partner. Yeah. And and maybe they need two people to do it and it works out for them. But like if 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 you find that you're not getting that from a partner and you're having sex with them, you your exchange of energy is gonna be imbalanced. I just think there there was a time I had a lot of loveless sex and it was so fun. But I needed to take that power back. I needed to have, I needed to wield it like a weapon. And I did. And then I could reconnect again and then draw power in, in the right, and it, well, the right way for me. So sex, I think, is very important for most people in that sense. I agree. I find the more I'm working on myself, the less I'm outwardly. I, I think that's why I just, you know, I also because maybe like too many Aries came at me, but I just didn't date at all this year. I didn't date at all. Yeah, it's it's interesting because like when it comes like my libido has been problematic for me. Mm. You know, as most boys and men <laughs> will discuss. I mean, it's it's not that's not a big surprise. Like being controlled by, you know, your dick running uh-huh. running your life. Um but it is interesting. I mean, I'm also getting a little bit older. Um but I'm also taking I think I'm taking decent care of myself. Yeah. But when it comes to like my libido in general, it's interesting. I mean, I I think the more I'm trying to focus on like spiritual healing and those kinds of things, it take it does take a backseat. Yeah, it does. And you know, cuz and then there's times where I'm like you know, well, this used to be a daily and nightly thing. Right. Yeah. And now I'm just like, oh, well, you know, I'll just, you know, see you tomorrow. Yeah. I remember, I remember when I was in England and I met that one soulmate who turned out to be, um, just for message purposes, you know, and we, we could have hooked up, but it wouldn't have served my, my soul contract, my life contract. So, but I think about how horny and excited and, and how I felt my like body and soul connect again to be with someone physically. And, and I've definitely separated them, but I did that so that there's the growing can happen, you know? But I also think taking time for that stuff is important. No, I think it is. I mean, because it a, it's a major component of happiness and, yeah. like, and, and expression. And trust that someone comes when they're supposed to. Like, you look at, I know everybody's been burnt by somebody. You weren't supposed to be with that person. You were supposed to be with them for this exchange, whatever. You might not even see what it is for now, but the, it's over because it's supposed to be over I and mean, there's someone better. I mean, you're going to, you're going to stay in the cupboard your whole life. You're mm-hmm. going 
Get on the stovetop, get burnt. Yes, I can tell this guy's coming soon though, but. Three months. Oh, shit, guess who I saw him last night when I was dreaming. I did like some crazy fucking, I locked everything down and I'm trying to put grounding stuff like petrified wood and things under my bed to like, I'm leaving too many open portals. Petrified wood. Petrified wood, yeah. That reminds me of a song I wrote called Petrified Wood. <laughs> With Toby Keith. No, it's actually a real thing we did at a comedy show. Are you serious? That's yeah. funny. It was a double entendre. Oh. Oh. Like somebody who can only get hard when they're scared. Ah! <laughs> That's really good. But then like also someone who, the older they get, the harder they get. <laughs> That's di- rare. That's we, so uh, nice. We pretended like we were dire straits and came out with a new song. <gasps> That's really good. Petrified wood. <laughs> okay. Ryan, what a fun life. Right? It is. It's been a great life. Um, if you'd like to download a free copy of Petrified Wood, uh, <laughs> <laughs> go to my Bandcamp page. <laughs> Bandcamp. So you were okay. you were doing what? Um, well, oh, well, you were putting down, oh, this dream. Yeah. So you were putting down so, Petrified Wood. Yeah, but last night I had like this like real bad whirlwind. Well, not bad. It was good, but I I think maybe it was closing portals because I saw John Hamm last night and he said, "Oh hey." how have you been and i was like good how are you so we're friends in the astral plane <laughs> and um and and i was just like closing a bunch of stuff i'd left open but i guess i still had that that little line to him open which that's interesting nice. yeah i don't think he's a 22 i think he's a four that's I mean, okay yeah yeah that's I okay mean, that's okay you know no, i'm a three He's ahead of me. Yeah, and also there's nothing. The numbers. So if are he's just... ahead of me and he smokes and womanizes, mm-hmm. basically what I'm doing here is I'm depriving myself of debauchery by not smoking oh. or womanizing. You know, though, another 22 I know who I'm like they must be a four. There is a problem I think with um, not valuing women in the 22 realm, or that's for fours. What is four again? Five is hot mess. I just learned all this from Renee. I don't. I don't have I this remember. locked in in my memory. Like I can't. She I, just taught this us is at sound... Pagan Pride. Oh, okay. Yeah. So okay. You know what was really great too? She's like, now very few people are master numbers, and if you think you're an eleven or whatever, you're probably just a two or four. But like, she was like totally telling everybody, like, don't get your hopes up. It's really rare that you meet a real master number. And then afterwards, we were talking, and she, and of course, I'm a real eleven. But um, she she just taught the one to ten. So and and she related it to the the minor arcana of tarot, which was fascinating. That's pretty cool. Which reminds me of some homework I have to do. Oh, I was told that my previous year, mm-hmm. birthday to birthday, so ended in this past July, was my hermit card, my hermit year, and now I am now a few months into my wheel of fortune. Oh hell yeah! Year. Um, so this is like. Uh, Mark incorporates tarot and other mm-hmm. things, astrology and things like that into uh, into this tantric embodiment therapy. Oh, that's awesome. So I have to research like more on the hermit and the Wheel of Fortune to like, because I think the hermit really nailed me for last year. Yeah, it did. Um, and then, you know, I like that the Wheel of Fortune. Also, is hermit with your Uranus opposition makes sense. And I was just saying this yesterday. I was like, I kind of don't want to, spend all my Uranus opposition with someone else like I know my guides were speeding it up the relationship so he was supposed to come in in July and I, I like that I was able to push that off but like I, of course there's going to be a give and take on this stuff you know they want what's what they think is best but then I want what I want um, but Uranus opposition is such a uh, an existential crisis you know Renee actually said to me she goes uh, 
I was talking about the apartment I'm in. She goes, you're going to have an existential crisis in that apartment. And I was like, wait, what? And she goes, yeah, I can see it. And, I, and then I had this moment of, aren't I already doing that? Can I avoid it? Is there a way to w- avoid this? I'm like, bring it. Because I an existential crisis is like punching holes in your reality so you see your real truth. And that's also Uranus opposition. I mean, those are heavy. They are heavy. Existential crisis, crises. Mm-hmm. When crisis. does it end? We did this math earlier in the year. Do you remember? Three fucking years from now. No, it no, it doesn't. No way. I thought it ended. You in told like me May. I was going to be doomed and miserable for the next three years. What? I thought it ended. Like so I just kind of leaned into it. Or less than May. Doesn't it end like February? I'm just drinking bacon grease, <laughs> and smoking non-filtered cigarettes. It is. It is kind of fun. I'm not doing any of that. I shit. can't wait to see. Like I want to see more. I want to see well, more. Well, here's a way to see more. Uh huh. Tune in next week. Oh. <gasps> Oh, Salwin! Well, also, also, I have been in contact with someone who um, I think we're going to try under hypnosis ESP projection. Holy shit, that's amazing. But we'll, uh, next but we'll week, see. We'll see what happens. Next week, we have Renee Watt on. My best yes. friend, Renee Watt. And she's going to tell you how to uh, celebrate the veil thinning uh, and have like a really fucking fierce Samhain. Um, also, we have a super big secret announcement. On that you already let out of the bag. No, no, week. we have to edit it out. We have to edit it out. You're, you're gonna no, 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 don't say it. I texted Renee. She said we have to edit it out. So. But next week, we have a super big announcement. Yeah, I know. I, I know. Don't worry. I'll make a note. <laughs> okay. Don't let Ryan ruin this for I us. I didn't know Renee was running our podcast. Oh. Oh, did she hear that? I hope I'm so. I'm going to get a text from her like She's any very second busy. now. I heard that. <gasps> she will hear. I thought you were meant she listens. I'm like, yeah, you're right. She'll just hear it. She'll fucking, she just heard it already in her mind's ear. She's so great. I love She's her great. so much. Okay, so cool. Thank you for listening. Um. Please check out the website. Thank yeah. you to the leave uh, us a review, you guys. Listeners. We have such we have such great listeners. I kind of want to read the one, but I probably won't get it in time. Um, Y'all ha- are wonders, huh? Y'all are wonders. Yeah, and I still put you in the jar. And right now, holy shit, you wouldn't. P- I almost moved the jar during this magic that all your names are in. But the magic that I'm manifesting right now is like the biggest manifestation magic I've ever done. And so I decided to give it to you. I can't believe I didn't open with that. Well, there's so, glitter on that one. Yeah, careful. I like that. So you guys are all part of this thing that I'm working on, and uh, it's big. Oh God, I love these bookmarks. We're still, we're still. Thank you, Carolyn. Yeah, we're still looking at our stuff. Uh, oh, there's like I didn't even look at the other. I know, sides of I it. know. So okay, yeah. Um, oh, I'm reading Joan of Arc right now by Mark Twain. Have you read it? I'm reading Life Without Death? Question <laughs> mark. Um, Joan of Arc has always by been by Niels Jacobson. Joan of Arc has always been like a weird uh, thing for me, and I didn't really know why. Like, uh, we'll I'll have to get into that. Yeah, but this book is phenomenal and fuck the twain scholars who said it's his weakest one it's he always believed it's the strongest it's the most beautiful thing it's so okay, goddamn I'll gorgeous read it sometime. oh so, it's so know, good right you know i can't I, I love mark twain I, the, chapter two is all about fey and joan of arc growing up with the fey and protecting them from the church holy shit. god i'm gonna cry talking about it it's that's really cool it's so no wonder why scholars didn't like it it's too woo yep Fuck them. Because they're scared of the truth. Mark Twain. Of the reality of the things the magic. Sagittarius, it like it is. Okay. Okay. So I'm going to get carried away here. So thank you again for listening. At Rising, at Lovable, at Where Magic Happens. Uh, find us. Uh, like us. Follow us. Like follow, us. Follow us. Please, please like follow us, so us and like us. You guys are great. So thank you. And, you know, if there's ever a moment in your day or your night where you're thinking to yourself, it's... 
Is it? I don't know. I mean, maybe it isn't. <laughs> you got to remember. This shit is real. Oh, my God. Becky, look at her butt. It is so big. She looks like one of those rap guys' girlfriends. Who understands those rap guys? They only talk to her because she looks like a total prostitute, okay? I mean, her butt. It's just so big. I can't believe it's just so round. It's like out there. I mean, gross. Look. She's just so black. I like big butts and I cannot lie. You other brothers can't deny. And when a girl walks in with an itty bitty waist and a round thing in your face, you get sprung. Wanna pull up tough, cause you notice that butt was stuck. Deep in the jeans she's wearing. I'm hooked and I can't stop staring. Oh, baby, I wanna get whipped up and take your picture. My homeboys tried to warn me, but that butt you got makes me so horny. Ooh, rump of smooth skin. You say you wanna get in my bins? Well, use me, use me, cause you ain't that average groupie. I seen her dancing to hell with romance and she's sweat, wet. Got it going like a turbo vet. Much back, so fellas, yeah, fellas, yeah. Cause your girlfriend got the butt, hell yeah. shake it, shake it, shake it, shake it, shake, it. shake, it. shake that healthy butt. Baby got ballet big with the open Here's my scandal. I want to get you home and uh, double up. Uh, uh. I ain't talking about Playboy, because silicone parts are made for toys. I want them real thick and juicy. So find that juicy double. Mix a lot's in trouble. Begging for a piece of that bubble. So I'm looking at rock videos. Knock me bimbos walking like hoes. You can have them bimbos. I'll keep my women like Flojo. A word to the thick soul sisters. I want to get with ya. I won't cuss or hit ya. But I got to be straight when I say I want to. Till the break of dawn. Baby got it going on. A lot of simps won't like this song. Cause them punks like to hit it and quit it. And I'd rather stay and play. Cause I'm long and I'm strong. And I'm down to get the friction on. So ladies, yeah. ladies. Yeah. If you want to roll my Mercedes. Yeah. Then turn around. Stick it out. Even white boys got the shout. Baby got back. So your girlfriend rolls a Honda, playing workout takes by Fonda. But Fonda ain't got a motor in the back of her Honda. My Anaconda don't want none unless you got buns, hun. You can do side bends or sit-ups, but please don't lose that butt. Some brothers want to play that hard role and tell you that the butt ain't gold. So they toss it and leave it, and I pull up quick to retrieve it. So Cosmo says you're fat. Well, I ain't down with that. Your waist is small and your curves are kicking And I'm thinking about sticking To the beanpole dames in the magazines You ain't it, Miss Thing Give me a sister, I can't resist her Red beans and rice didn't miss her Some knucklehead tried to diss Cause his girls are on my list He had game, but he chose to hit him And I pull up quick to get with him So ladies, if the butt is round And you want a triple X throwdown down Mix a lot and kick them nasty thoughts Baby got back 